It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Yeah! It's time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. Top four at four is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Guys, what's the fourth biggest story? I like this story for a lot of reasons because it's a player that I got to interview before. Easy to root for. Joe Burrow, Bengal quarterback. One win away from being a Super Bowl champion, Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow has signed a record-setting contract. Five years, $275 million extension with the Bengals. $219 million guaranteed. The highest-paid player in NFL history. Two reasons I like that. One, for all that stuff that's easy to root for Joe Burrow, his underdog story, and more. Our guy Chris, uh, big Ohio football fan. Of course, his past in Ohio Burrows. And I also like that earlier this week, Wednesday, he was talking to the Cincinnati media, and all they asked him about was his contract. And he's like, you know, it'll work out. I'm here to be committed to Cincinnati. You got to think when you're 48 hours away. Not even. It was 24 because he got signed before kickoff. His agent's like, yeah, you about to get paid. Just just answer their questions. You about to make what? What do you make of Burrow's deal for the Bengals? It's it's funny because like he's Joe Cool and, and all, all those great things. And, and obviously, like, he has shown a skill level that warrants a top – NFL quarterback contract. But I still like of all the guys for whatever reason, maybe because he's so nonchalant, I'm like, has he, has he really done anything yet? Like it feels like it feels like he's done less than the other guys. Maybe because the other guys are so busy telling us how much they've done. I don't know. Like there's something about it. And but when you look, he missed a handful of games in 20, but 16 games played in 21 and 22 and you know, 4,000 plus yards both those times touchdowns, leads the team to Super Bowl with no offensive line. It's totally worth it. Just It feels weird. Look what you just did. What? You don't even know what you just did. And you just oh. went full New York sports fan, Yankee fan on Joe Burrow, and you didn't even realize what? it. What do you mean? Because what you just did is you stacked them up against the other quarterbacks who have gotten paid. Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. Josh Allen has gone to an AFC title game. Josh Allen has not gone to a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson hasn't gone to a Super Bowl. Uh, any bit other big contract I'm missing right now off the top of my head? Jalen Hurts has gone to a Super Bowl. So some of these guys have achieved as much, if not less, than Joe Burrow throughout their career. But what you did is what the Cincinnati media did today. I saw the beat reporters and radio <laughs> hosts. They went full New York because everybody roots for a player in New York until they get paid. Then the expectations change. And that's what happened in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's now saying he's got to win a Super Bowl. I heard one. I heard one Cincinnati person say he already should have won one by now. It's like it's happened that I mean, fast. He's I had mean, two full seasons, I, I right? And he was leading in the Super Bowl, his team. But now the expectations change in Cincinnati. I think that's where you're going with this, where it's like well, you're a 200 million dollar quarterback, you're the highest paid player ever. The expectations, you better win the most. Well, no, I I think my 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 original point was it just it feels it feels like he's still earlier than the other guys, doesn't it? Like. Like I know, like as you get to your, you can renegotiate it after three. You got he he's a first round pick, so he would have his fifth could be claimed no matter what. And by the way, this is an extension, so they're still gonna have the five years and then extend. I think another five where this money kicks in. So he's still got two years making like the reasonable first round draft pick money. So that's when you're gonna have to go in there and go after those the, the easiest way for your front office to be able to build a Super Bowl roster. But I didn't I didn't mean it that way, but. Give me one franchise quarterback who isn't supposed to win a Super Bowl. Like, if you have a franchise quarterback, even like like Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, 
he should win you a Super Bowl. Like you're paying him $40 million a year, $30 million a year, whatever it is. There, why is he there if you don't think he can win you a Super Bowl? Like he should win you a Super Bowl, and now he's the highest paid dude. He should 100% win. He maybe, maybe should win two. I don't know. Could be as soon as this season. There's some people yeah. picking the Bengals to win it all. It definitely could happen I'm this not. season. I'm not. Let's talk a little college football here. Local connection. I know a lot of local teams from Division three and junior college and high school. A lot of cool local stuff going on. But let's head six hours west. Where head west, U- young man. That's right, where the Albany football team will take on Hawaii with that midnight Eastern kickoff. The headline of this story is that Coach Greg Catuso will not be coaching the Great Danes this weekend. He is stayed back in the 518, so it's a no coaching staff without a head coach taking on an FBS opponent. Levac, Timmy Chang, and the Rainbow Warriors. That's the matchup this weekend. What do you see for the Great Danes, who almost shocked a lot of football fans and pulled off the upset against Marshall last weekend? I, I'm one of those guys that, like, when the head coach who's been in place as long as a guy like Gattuso has, if they can't be there for a game or two or in Harbaugh and Michigan's place, you know, three, like, I think you should still be able to see that team perform at that high level. Like, the, the imprint of the head coach isn't just on game day. It's every day of the week during practice. It's during recruiting. It's during all that. So I expect Albany to go out there and put on the effort that we saw them put on against Marshall, that we saw them give against Fordham. I'm not ready to say they're going to go out there and and beat Hawaii. Um, I don't know what the spread would be. Uh, Timmy Chang does. Um, (laughs) I love Timmy Chang. I do. He's a fun coach. He acknowledges it, which is great. But I just want to see – I want to see them put up that same performance against Marshall – even if it means the score is is lopsided a little bit, I, I don't know what to expect. Again, I don't know enough about Hawaii, and I did not expect you Albany to be in a position where they were, they should have beat Marshall. I so I'm not really sure what to expect. I'm excited to see it. Of the three games you Albany has played so far, I should say this is game three. Right. Scouting report number three for us breaking down the matchups. This is by far the hardest one to figure out, like you're talking about, because Hawaii plays two games already in the Stanford matchup. Stanford had been known for the past decade as a double tight end, David Shaw, hand off the football with big athletic dudes up front and just bully teams in the Pac-12 that were so used to being spread it out four or five wide. Now David Shaw is gone. Remember, David Shaw was supposed to be an NFL coach, and he went from taking over for Harbaugh, making Stanford a contender for the Pac-12 to out of a job and no one going to the games. Yet Stanford beats Hawaii. It's tough to figure this one out. A lot of the things you said. Can you stay competitive in the game against an FBS opponent? Can you dominate or at least stay competitive and not let the other team dominate you up front, which is always the biggest difference. You've got skilled guys who can go out and make some plays. This one feels more about linebackers and defensive backs. Last time against Marshall was against the D-line, and that D-line is really good. Yeah, yep. Goodness, that D line, man! They got they might have some pros on that D line. That's a tough position to get to when you're playing pro football at the FCS level. This one's about Timmy Chang, who holds records, slinging it all over the field. Are they just going to tire out the Great Danes secondary? That's what to look forward to. Keep it close. Great test for the Great Danes to see if they can flip this into when they move into conference play throughout late September, October, November. Let me let me say this. Tell me tell me if you think I'm out of line. This team, this Great Danes team has been coached to the point where they don't know they, air quote, don't belong on this field. Like, like there's a lot of times when you see the FCS play the FBS, it's like, 
oh, that's a paid butt whooping. Oh, you, your program is going to be better because of the check that's being written by the other team. And everybody knows it. This team don't know that. This team looks around and goes, we've got footprint all over the place. We got we got, we got our former tight ends playing what, in Cleveland. Um, our former defensive end is playing at Florida State. We are not we are not a doormat. You paid us to get beat. So the fact that they believe that anything can happen. I love if I had made a top five, top top four, four quote list of things I've loved at the Capital Region from athletes, coaches, fans. My one was Coach Catuso last year talking about the matchup versus Syracuse. And I believe it was Matt Park, who we can hear on our sister station, said something along the lines of Coach Catuso of this is you all, but he's Super Bowl. And Coach Catuso said, if our Super Bowl is playing against Syracuse in September, <laughs> then we're not doing something right. What are you guys talking about? And I believe Gino Babers let it slip last week on our conversation with it. said, like, we're prepping for a team in Colgate that this is their Super Bowl. It is disrespectful at this yeah. point to tell FCS yeah. players that their conference doesn't mean anything or their playoff doesn't mean anything. No, no, no. Playing against the FBS is what it all. No. Coach Catuso, which you're, to your point of, these guys got recruited by bigger schools. These guys think they could beat them. They don't have some weird thing that's holding them yeah. back because it says FCS when the game kicks off. Right. It's not just an honor to be there. It's not an honor to be invited. This, the, the, the sucky part of this is that Greg and Colleen and Gattuso don't get to be there because as as much as I've enjoyed the past of UAlbany and, and it played at lower levels, since Gattuso has been the head coach of the Great Danes, they have played Pitt. They have played Maryland. They have played Syracuse. They have played Marshall. They there. This is like because of his connections, because of his hard work. Baylor, can I add that? Baylor, too? yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't want to bring that one up. Um, no, but like all these teams, like you look at it, U Albany has a footprint in national college football because of the hard work and connections of Greg Gattuso. and he doesn't get to be there for the Hawaii game. Dude's right there, front and center on the sideline at Pitt and Syracuse in that weird dome of yours. But he doesn't get to go sit on a beach with his beautiful wife. That that sucks. Story number two: It's Major League Baseball action. The playoff picture maybe getting a bit more clear. The three teams we like to focus on: the Yankees. They're going to be hosting the Milwaukee Brewers. Seven oh five first pitch in that matchup. The New York Mets taking on the Minnesota Twins. Eight ten matchup there, and right here on your home for Red Sox baseball, Fenway Park. Host the Orioles, 7-10 first pitch there, 6-10. Our coverage gets underway, 95-9, 9-80. LeVac, we didn't think we'd be sitting here in September wondering how the New York teams would be focusing on 2024, right. but the Mets are out of it. The Orioles are in first place by a few games, and the Yankees' winning streak did come to an end. This was supposed to be... Yankees have already locked up the American League East. Maybe they're maybe they're fighting with the Rays for either the top wild card or the East. And then the Mets are, are can the Mets contend with the Braves or are they a wild card? None of those conversations was ever like, well, as soon as this season's over, I wonder what what playoff series I'll watch because well, my team's not in it. It wasn't that was not supposed to be the case. So so here we is. Here it is. Yankees still alive. Mets not. They don't have the E next to their name yet, but it's 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 like knocking on the door. They just haven't opened it yet. I've actually um, I saw a couple of articles today. One was in the post of like here are some managers they could replace Buck Showalter with. It's like man, the guy is still working. Like leave him alone. It's still out. There. Yeah, we don't have to do. We jump the gun much? Come on. So yeah, no, it's it's um, Yankees still alive, still alive. 
missed an opportunity to move up a half game, but uh, but you know, hey, here we, here we are. Go go Orioles! How do you like? That? Yeah, 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 all right. I was confident that we'd be sitting here the second weekend in September talking about how good every New York team was. You're con- you were confident we'd be doing this in September. I thought we'd be lucky to get through May. I really did. <laughs> Story number one. It's week one of the NFL season. It is back. Last night we touched on this in our 3 o'clock hour. The Lions and the Chiefs coming up involving New York teams. We'll break down these games even deeper on Sunday live from Rivers Casino and Resort. The New York Giants will host the Dallas Cowboys at 820. You can hear that game on our sister station, Picks 106. You're home for the New York Giants. The Buffalo Bills, they don't play until Monday. So, Bills fans, you're going to have to wait a little bit. And so are the Jets. So, Jets and Bills wait till Monday. Giants on Sunday night in LeVac. Let's talk a little Giants before we get to something really exciting here coming up in about six minutes. Um, I, I like this I like this Giants team a lot. I, I think, we, as we just talked about, the sad state of affairs for New York baseball. How about the amazing state of affairs for New York football right now? The primetime games are New York. Like, for everybody, uh, was it Aaron Rodgers? We just talked about it a little while ago. Like, he said, no, no kid ever sat back in his yard and dreamt of winning the one o'clock games. It's prime time, baby. It's Sunday night, Monday night, whatever. The, this is going to be a fun year. If, if these teams live up to the hype, which the Jets can't live up to. The, the Jets could win the Super Bowl by 40 and maybe not live up to the hype they've had this year. But if they can be in this thing straight through and be the powers that, that they're supposed to be, man, it's going to be a lot of fun around here. The New York Giant fan base needs to be thrilled to what's coming up. Because they have had some horrible teams. And not just horrible, but tough to watch. Hard on offense. Eli Manning still believe he's going to the Hall of Fame. But the last few seasons with Eli weren't good. People thought about Geno Smith and Davis Webb as the future. It wasn't good. <laughs> when Odell left, Kenny Galladay is going to save us. Oh, boy. Kenny Galladay just had to work out for the, what was it, the, the Jets. Why? <laughs> Eric Flowers, remember those days? Remember Eli Apple and everything? It's been a rough few seasons for the Giants, but Brian Dable shows up. Remember Joe Judge rolling around in the puddles he made with the hoses at practice? That was odd. Now Brian Dable's there. They're great last year. They win the playoff game. Everybody's basically back and improved. Giant fans get excited about that primetime matchup because you guys had a lot of primetime matchups the last seven, eight years. And they were tough to watch, and you were taking national heat on how bad the team was. That is not the team that's going to trot out on the field at an NFC East showdown coming up in a few days. There's two things that if you get them right, you as an NFL team, you can kind of like forgive a lot. Like even a down year. If you know that your head coach and your quarterback are the right guy, you can suffer through a down year. I, I will tell you that I believe all three teams have the right guy. You know, Salah being probably the hardest one to make sense of at the moment, but that's almost not fair just because we've seen McDermott do so well in Buffalo. Everyone loves Brian Dable, and now like you've got you've got Robert Sala, three really good coaches who work well with their GMs, three quarterbacks. You know, one's going to the Hall of Fame for sure. Another one, I it's going to be I'd be shocked if Josh Allen's at least at least not in consideration every year, and then Danny Dimes. Look at him getting better every day, hopefully. So fun. It's a fun time. Fun time for New York. Let's let's figure that out too. Uh, you know, Vegas, how you doing? <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, it has been way too long. One of our favorite things that we ever did on the show. And I, I like it literally was like one of those things that just kind of came together while you and I were talking. Like you were so obsessed with fantasy football. I was 
I wouldn't like to use, I can't use the term obsessed with wagering because then I'll get in trouble. But we both liked what we did. We liked our lanes. So we went, we put together fantasy versus reality. And thanks to Hooters. Thanks to Fox Sports. It is back next. But first, but first, I'll tell you, um, I was over at USX Pest Control today. You were? Yeah. Wow, you didn't tell me that. I stopped by today. Well, they, they, they work with our friends at Elevation. So I was over there today, you know, and the office was buzzing. It was weird. But it's just one of those one of those things like, you know, obviously you and I both had the free inspection with Tim after going to usxpest.com. Um, you know, now we got Frank out there fixing things for us all the time. You you don't realize like as good as those guys are, if the people in the office at USX who are, you know, part of the Gagne family of brands you know, originally we're here as cat's eye pest control. If they're not as good as they are, the scheduling falls apart and this falls apart and that they can't be Tim and Frank can't be great without everybody in the office, Jess and everybody in, in, in the office being great too. And it is, it's, it's a fantastic team at USX pest control. And that is why you and I do not have pest issues. That's right. When it comes to storms, like we had last oh. night, thunder and lightning, I revert back to the knowledge I have of insects. And that's the movie ants that, <laughs> Sometimes when water comes from rain, that some hide, but some don't, but there's openings. I don't need to explain the plot line of the movie, but what I will tell you is my understanding of how insects work, according to a Disney movie, is animated. is animated and not what USX Pest Control can do for your home. So if you've been watching Disney movies saying, I got this, I just watched this movie, and don't think you should call USX Pest Control after a storm or how your home was affected, or you're starting to notice something that wasn't there before, now's the time to do it. Make sure your home is safe if you're going to be hanging around watching football or having friends over. You don't want those weird ants that may or may not be animated walking around your living room. So you watch the Disney movies where they endear us to like Ratatouille and, and like Woody Allen, the ants. Yeah. And you still want to off them? Like I didn't if say they were, that. Yeah, I, you did. You were I, like, if you watch that, you were like, I don't want to kill that one. That's not what I said. <laughs> I said, I'm said. learning about their habits. <laughs> I assume this movie is what they do. I assume like, they have. I got this. I got this. Somebody's listening and agrees with me that they've been watching insects in movies and they're like, okay, I didn't know much before this movie. There's got to be some truth. They all speak English. The beauty of our our relationship with USX Pest Control is there's no mice. There's no there's no termites. There's no ticks. Like They're gone. There's no ants in my house or uncles. None of them. And it's all because of them. And you go, well, I watched the movie Ants, where it's a very endearing struggle of the ant versus nature and, and other uh, other insects, and I think I could kill them all. Uh, but then I realized I don't really know. No, no. I just understood. USX Pest Control. I understand you, insects. I thought I did, but maybe I don't. Call them today for your free inspection. Call them and say this. I heard Levac and Gaz those fools don't know what they are doing, but we do. Every time I say it, I thought it was a joke. USX Pest Control saved Gus's marriage. Had you up. Had you up. Oh, man. I love those guys. I love you guys. That was the best thing. I know how to do it now. I'll trick them with a with an anecdote. Fantasy uh, <laughs> versus reality is next. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year. And I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Don't you Stupid, stupid, stupid. Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gaz. Oh, it's been so long. It's been so long. Over two years since Gaz and I have been able to do our favorite game of fantasy versus reality. 
There's many, many reasons this is one of my favorite games. I love, I love it so much. Possibly our knowledge could help you win a fantasy league, maybe some cash. You know, there could always be, you know, guys with the belief of washing away his years of being dominated by me. You know, all these things could happen during fantasy versus reality. Sadly, you won't win because you don't win. I, as my friend Conor McGregor so lovingly put, I didn't come to take pot. I came to take over. We have a two-hour show. We've got digital. We've got different formats. Because of our new format, it's harder for us. You haven't taught me how to do digital yet, which I think is uh, censorship. I think you're censoring me. No, no, no. I see you active on Twitter and X and Facebook and everything else. Just the OFX side. i got to be dangerous with some of those things. Uh, Fantasy vs. Rally. We wanted to make sure if we got to pick a favorite segment, it'd be this one. It is on every single Friday for the rest of football season. I'm going to give you three plays that if you are a fantasy football player, projected points, half point PPR. We're going to use Yahoo projections, half point PPR for Yahoo. If I go over by more than a full point, that's a win for me. Yes. Levac is going to I wager. I know how to speak for myself. Okay. I'm going to give you three wagers that I believe in. And if they win, we all win the cash monies. I will be using for at least the beginning because I'm currently fighting with these people. You'll be able to find these numbers on DraftKings because that's where I will, I've will. i been betting online. Now, once they tick me off a little more than they already have, I'll just be doing it all at Rivers. So either way, my lines will come directly from somewhere I've wagered. I've, these are wagers I've made. I won't tell you how much or how little I've done, but it's how much I've wagered. Those are the reality plays. And fantasy versus reality is brought to you by our good friends at Hooters, 70 Wolf Road. And of course, not just beautiful women, amazing food, but how about some amazing drink specials? $3.99 will get you a Miller Lite and Coors Light Draft, $4.99 Sam Adams and Sam Seasonal, a.k.a. Oktoberfest. That's right, baby. So that's uh, going on over at Hooters during the football season, during the football games, and it is time for Fantasy versus Reality. As the reigning, defending, lineal, and every other way to say champion, I would like to go first. Okay. Guys, I've got three plays. I like all three of these plays. I could have actually probably done five, if I'm being honest. Ooh. But I probably would have lost at least two. So here we go. First game, Carolina Panthers at Atlanta Falcons. You've heard me say this before. You will probably hear me say it many more times. This is a matchup of two teams. I believe we're headed in the right direction, but one of these teams has a substantial head start. Panthers, Falcons, Frank Reich's a heck of a coach. We've seen him. I'm rooting for him. If he has a quarterback that actually belongs in the football field, he will put up a ton of points. Arthur Smith is different. Something's going on down there in Hotlanta. I know, 7-10, and 7-10. and 10, You're like, Jeff, there's nothing different. It's the same record. But he did that with what was left of Matt Ryan and Marcus Mariota. I think he's got the toys that he wants in place. Everybody's going to be watching B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Watch out for Mac Hollins to get in the end zone on this one, my friends. The Mac Daddy. I love this kid. He's got you know the the size of the fight and the dog. He's got he's got a dog in him. He's gonna get it done for him. I'm gonna go ahead and lay the three and a half with the Falcons. If I'm being perfectly honest, I probably will buy a half point, but th- minus three and a half. Give me the Falcons at home over the Panthers. Uh, by the way, the totals thirty nine and a half. If that means anything to you, but I think the Falcons are gonna be a team that makes people earn W's this year. You are living dangerously, a place I can't do it. I could not in week one 
wager on the Atlanta Falcons. There's too much stress with that team. Falcon fan knows it. Maybe past investors in the Falcons have known it. You are coming out of the gates firing with a Falcon bet for week one. My play here. Your head coach's dad started FedEx. You know that team's going to deliver. Oh, pun! Pretty good. First pun! Let's talk about my first play. So I'm picking quarterback, running back, wide receiver, slash tight end. And the first one I go to is a bounce back season. Won't go as far as to come back player of the year for this guy. He might be weird. He might be odd, but he's going to put up some points in week one. And that is Russell Wilson, quarterback, Denver Broncos, who's projected in half point PPR leagues for 17.1 against your Las Vegas Raiders. Here's what works in Wilson's favor. Sean Payton's been sitting there for two years just thinking, oh, I would have drawn up this play. Oh, I would have drawn up that play. This is what I would have done. He is truly one of the best football coaches of the last 20 years. It's Belichick, Tomlin, Andy Reid. Okay, maybe that's where Peyton goes in next. He's right there, top four, top five. He has a year off, and he's got Russell Wilson. Now, the Raiders, as a defense last year, Levac, you know this is a Raider fan. That defense cost Vegas games last year. Max Crosby's awesome. The big stat I look at is in 2022, the Vegas Raiders allowed the highest quarterback rating to quarterbacks in the regular season. That means not only did they play statistically well, they were accurate. They found open players. They didn't turn over the football. They made it easy for the opposing quarterback. 17.1 is the number. I'm over on Russell Wilson. Lighten up your Raiders. You know, the problem I have with your play is... Well, I have a lot of problems with it, but one of the biggest ones is everybody looks at the Raiders and go, oh, man, turmoil. Oh, there's turmoil in Vegas. Like the Raiders turmoil. No, there's one dude, Chandler Jones, out there with a synthetic marijuana running around like a crazy person tweeting and, and talking. Heck, if he gets on the field, look out. You know what crazy does? Rex games. Here's the deal with this game. Did you know that the Denver Broncos have not beat the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders since December 29, 2019. Ooh. The Raiders are on a substantial win streak against this team. And I'm gonna, you, you bring up Sean Payton. Sean Payton has tried desperately to change the narrative. He takes this whole Russell Wilson's crazy, pampered, weird baby thing, and he goes, well, yeah, but what about Nathaniel Hackett? He sucks. And, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's true. Let's do that. And then he goes further. Word gets out. He's pulled Russell Wilson aside, and he said, hey, Stop bleeping, kissing babies. You're not running for office, which tells me trouble in paradise. I'm actually making a pick on this game because if I'm the Raiders and I want to establish myself as either the best or, let's be honest, even after a loss last night, potentially second best team in the AFC West, I need to beat Denver now while not, while everything's not in place. Payne's a heck of a coach. Heck of a coach. A lot of talent on that team. But they're not, they're not gelling. It's not working yet. This is when you beat them. This is when you get it done because this is what is the Raiders are going to do. McDaniels is going to beat his old team again. The Raiders are going to beat Denver again. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders plus four points for my second pick. That means boomers sometimes. Max Crosby is going to make Aiden Hutchinson look like he was running in quicksand. We move on to the running back position. This guy is projected for 14 0.23, which is a pretty high number for a running back in week one. It doesn't matter because they're going to give him the rock. Matter. And that's Saquon Barkley, Woo! New York Giant running back. Now, Saquon Barkley, we've heard all the storylines all summer long about the contract and will he, won't he, will he hold out? Everything involving Saquon, he's back as a New York Giant. The Giants are going to prove they made the right call in bringing back Saquon or 
I guess you could frame it another way. Saquon's going to prove to the New York Giants they should have paid him, and he's the most important player on the offense. Don't forget, last year, Saquon Barkley against the Dallas Cowboy defense scored in both matchups. So that means Saquon gets in the end zone. That's a quick six for me. You're getting me about 80 yards. That's pretty easy. A couple catches out of the backfield. That's an easy 14 hit there for Saquon. So Saquon Barkley plays well against Dallas. I know our pal Matt Verderam picked the Dallas Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Peter King, the writer for Sports Illustrated, had the Cowboys in the NFC title game. A lot of people are huge Cowboy believers, and I thought I was earlier in the summer. Nah. The Giants and Saquon. That's the play. He has a big game against the Dallas defense. Give me over 14.23 fantasy points for Saquon Barkley. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Barkley believer this year. A lot of guys in that situation talk like they're about the team, and it's, the past doesn't matter. But I believe it with him. I do. I believe with him. I like that play. Good play. Good play. All right. The Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Moneybags Burrow going to the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Money bags, don't get a massage to this guy, Watson. The two of them going toe-to-toe. The Bengals are a two-point favorite going to this game. The total is 47.5. I actually predict my waffling on the Browns is going to be as ridiculous as Gaza's waffling on, on Trevor Lawrence. Like, I think, like, <laughs> like at one point, I had the Browns, you know, going deep in the playoffs. I don't have them making the playoffs. The one thing I do think you will see in a game like this one is, is a quick old round of anything you can do, I can do better. Watson got that big old completely guaranteed contract. Joe Burrow just got his big old almost completely guaranteed contract. They're going to go back and forth. Even though these defenses are stacked, the offenses are more stacked. Points will be plentiful. And that is why I'm taking over 47 and a half in this game. This is the third highest total this whole weekend. The, the Chiefs-Lions was the, was the high one. Miami Chargers is the high one. This is the third highest one, 47.5. I think this thing is in the 60s. I don't know your plays going into this ever, which makes this a lot of fun. You don't know my plays going into this. I just texted you something 20 minutes ago in a group chat yes. with our pal uh, Boston Dan from Under the Orange Roof. Can you read the last text I just sent you in that mass text and read the last thing I told you? Wait, wait, the the mass, well, you guys now Dan's talking to us about beer specials. All right, well roll up a little bit and see the last text I yeah, sent you. The player of the game, Katerius Tony, that was hurtful. When you find it, it involves this Browns game you just talked about. Oh, maybe Browns Bengals under. That's wrong. <laughs> you this is going to blow up your parlay. I think this is. I really, really think you're going to see these weapons go to work. I think this game's going to be in the 60s. It's going to be. It's going to be the anti AFC Norse division game. Big wet bets. Dad's after dark. I want another shirt. 48 and a half. Anytime I see 48 and a half, I'll play the under. I know that's well, 47. Now. I know. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Uh-huh. It's not going in the direction I would have liked. Last uh-huh. one play for me. Wide receiver slash tight end. This one hurts even more for me because the plays against my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers get the Vikings in week one, which I don't like because the Vikings are still pretty good. good Tampa's, Tampa's got a lot of issues. But here's the problem with Tampa. Injuries up front of the offensive line. The secondary has actually been improved and compared year in to year out. 2023, I'm a little nervous. But you got Justin Jefferson on one side. You've got Jordan Addison on the other side. So whatever Todd Bull schemes up, you've got to slow down those two wide receivers. Who in the world on the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense is guarding TJ Hawkinson? One of the highest paid tight ends in NFL history. 
If he didn't have an ear infection, it could have been higher. Travis Kelsey could have a deal by the time we're done talking about this to get him back on the field because of his knee injury. TJ Hawkinson is only projected for 9.3 points against the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers allowed top 10 fantasy football points to tight ends last season. The 9 is almost too low. When you see Hawkinson with 9, you think, you got all those receivers on Minnesota. Nobody on Tampa can guard him. You're just going to dump it down on third down. The other question is about Madison in the backfield. If you don't think he's good enough to replace Cook, you got to find some offense to move the football up the field. That one burns me that Hawkinson's going to have a huge game against Tampa. The number's too good to pass on. Give me 9.3 over for TJ Hawkinson in the Minnesota Vikings. He's Tight a end. matchup nightmare. Oh, he's tough. He's, the fact, again, I just, every time I look at the Lions, I go, you couldn't figure it out? You couldn't work that one out? Couldn't just make that work, could you? All right, uh, Fantasy vs. Reality brought to you by Hooters. Quick recap for me, Reality. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Falcons. I'm going to lay the three and a half points. I've got the Raiders plus four. And finally, points, points. Give me points over, gang. Over 47 and a half, the Bengals versus the Browns. My play is 17.1 is the number for Russell Wilson over for fantasy football half point PPR leagues. Running back Saquon Barkley, 14.23. Big game against the Cowboys and against my Buccaneers. The tight end for the Minnesota Vikings, TJ Hawkinson. His number sitting currently at 9.3. I love the fact that that Raiders Broncos game could legitimately be the fight for what second place in the AFC West or if if these problems in Kansas City continue for the AFC West. And I could legitimately make an argument. Both those teams could be better with their backup quarterback starting. Ooh, wait, wait. Who's Denver's? Jared Stidham. Nah, I can't they make that argument. They paid him big money. They paid him big for a backup. They paid him. Like, he was over. He's over $5 million a year to be a backup. If Russell Wilson stinks after four weeks, I'll have a different discussion with you. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt now. But boy, if he's not good and it was all because of Pete Carroll, we're going to find out fast. I, I, would, just, I would just say this. Who do you think would have a better chance of turning Sidham into a, a, a good starting quarterback in the NFL than Sean Payton. Nobody. He's number one on the list. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. Aiden O'Connell. That's the guy. AOC, baby. All right, that's Fantasy versus Reality. Again, thanks to our friends at Hooters. Uh, $3.99 Miller Lite Coors Lake Drafts. $4.99 Sam Adams with the seasonal as well thrown in there. Oktoberfest. And uh, not, not, not terrible sights either. So it's nice in there. So you've got I some... Like You've got some math you've got to do here, LeVac, because when Sunday rolls around, our friends at C4 mm-hmm. are going to be pushing us to say, how are you wagering on these games? We're going to give you $10 every week. What are you going to do with your plays? We love C4 as a part of our morning. It got us through the summer. Now we're into the fall. Now, whether you've got the fall games you're going out to on Friday and Saturday nights, you need a little extra energy. You're getting up early on Sundays to get your plays in. You've got to, maybe you're that dad, that husband that's got to do apple picking. To get, to get football onto it. You just, love apple picking. Just bring a C4 with you to get yeah. through it. Yeah, listen, I, I love C4. Uh, it's it's part of my routine now. I I used to be like a cup or two cups of coffee a day guy. I've dropped the coffee back because the flavor in C4 is so good. You know, if I can get over to the Speedway, which is down the road from me, I'll grab the ultimate of the smart energy. But then there's Stewart's like right next door. And I mean, Oh, okay. I'll settle for Skittles and Starburst. I'll settle for some of the best flavored drinks. It's replaced soda and coffee in my life. So I, I haven't actually upped my caffeine intake. I've just changed when I do it and how I do it and how much I enjoy it. C4, Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy, Skittles, Starburst. So many good flavors. There really isn't a bad one. Oh, it tastes so good every single time. Levac, we're talking C4. We're talking football. 
We haven't even talked college football yet. Yeah. We haven't talked about the wedding we're going to this weekend with one of our former favorite people in the history of LeVac and Gaz. I'm going. We've got a few more things we got to catch up on. By the way, at WOFX980 on Twitter, Fox Sports980 on Facebook. we got some cool info up there. At the Jeff LeVac, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. I know... We got a lot more to cover. We're we're far from done on our first football Friday here on Fox, oh. and there's a lot of apps I nailed them all. Well, I mean, there's less than twenty minutes. So what are you gonna do? All right. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's all on the way. And uh, again, just uh, take take these wagers, take this fantasy advice, and just bet everything you have on it. It'll be fine. It'll work out. No, be responsible. Be one eight hundred gambler. I want to put that out there. One eight hundred gambler. If you think you might have a problem, I feel like it's only responsible to say that once in a while. All right. No, I've done that. Fox Sports Radio 95.9980. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I'll cough if I want. You can stop me. It's Friday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I was back. Uh- <laughs> Should have seen Levac's face, too. It's been an odd week tech-wise over here behind the board. I'm not used to being back at studio. Levac just like a little kid with the cookie. The, the hand right in there. Yeah. Ah! Well, like, all right, so where I'm sitting, just to give you guys way too much information for no freaking reason, I have to hit a cough button if I'm going to cough, but that's when we're on air. So, like, if I hit the I'm not there. See, I was gone. I was gone all Oh, I'm back. Well, see? So, normally, even when commercials, I'll do that just because it's habit, but for whatever reason, I was sitting here, didn't wasn't paying attention to the mic, start coughing, and I heard myself in my headphones, and I was like, oh, rookie mistake. What's up? How you doing, buddy? Welcome to your first day on radio after... 30 years or whatever the hell it is. Uh, all right, Friday, 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 Friday. We, um, before we get into everything else, we're gonna, we, let's, we're gonna definitely just hammer down some college football. Guys is, is dialed in almost as much as he thinks he is in the old world of college football. Uh, have not tried to take away your Heisman vote in weeks. I'll work on that soon, I promise. <laughs> Thank you. I haven't forgotten. Don't do that. <laughs> we're going to a wedding tomorrow. Oh man, let's talk about, look, we won't. I didn't want to sit too long on the wedding, but I'm very excited. Shout out to Matt Woods. the last wedding we went to together? Ooh. I thought that, because I went to one. Wow, it might be LeVac. Wow. You just went to one of the Wilsons. Wow. Wow. That's wild. wild. Owen Wilson there. Yeah, Yeah. five years ago was my wedding. Five and a half years ago almost. Because I went to one of our old boss's weddings. And that's actually the one I'm actually still friends with. I got invited to the other boss's wedding, but it was down in Naples. And it would have cost me like four grand to go to the wedding. I was like, like you. I don't four grand like you. Um, and it's your second, man. What are you doing? So, so yeah, I think this is the first one we've been to together since yours. Yeah. So you go to weddings all the time. I was on a wedding streak there for a while. So we're not only are we going to the same wedding, we are riding out to our former producer, Matt Woods' wedding. Shout out to him and his still fiance, soon to be wife, Abby. We're going to have a great time. Abby, there's still time run. I mean, um, <laughs> We're gonna definitely have to take some type of picture with him, you know, yeah. if he's still sober at that point. I got to uh, yeah, stay sober at your wedding for yeah, most of you? it. Yeah, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I mean, but look how that worked out. Um, no one was sober at my wedding. Like no one. People who like people who were going by, we dragged them in. You didn't have to crash my wedding. We we abducted you and we poured beer down your throat. <laughs> what I like about this wedding coming up is we can really cut loose, like really lose it because it's most people I know are. Matt Woods, me, you, Kyle, who used to work with us, my yeah. wife. So, like, this group of people that we're going to be with, this could be a one and only shot. Like, you're going to meet these people one time in your life, and then you're done. And, so it might get real reckless out there. And your beautiful, amazing wife made the dumbest decision I think she's made, well, since five years ago when, when she married you. Um, I say that jokingly. <laughs> wink, wink. She's, she's 
taking care of us. Like she's driving us. She's not drinking. She's, she's the adult in the room, which is normal. That's not because she's really good at using our full names, which, you know, it's amazing that I'm in my forties, you're in your thirties. And when that woman says our full names, we still just go, sorry. (laughs) Um, so, so yeah, so it's going to be, it should be interesting. I will not remember to take any pictures. I will not do it. It's just not me. It's not who I am. Uh, so either you or her are going to have to remember to do pictures and we'll have to let people know how this thing went. Cause I think it's because he used to be our producer. If you've listened to this show long enough, you know that I'm going to abuse him because it's, you know, he's earned it and he likes it. Um, you know, Gaz is going to take care of him because you like it and we're just, it's going to be fun. You're right. And like Harambe, you said, Kyle, his name is Harambe. Anybody who listens to the show knows it's Harambe. Um, even though he's not nearly as big as he used to be, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Three bodies in the car to the wedding. Over under two and a half bodies returned because we have kids. You have kids. Your kid's much older than my kid. But I say that because she might be doing her thing. We're getting back to the toddlers, so we might cut out earlier. We probably won't can get uh, be a part of the after party, let's just say. But there's a chance, LeVac, you could meet somebody there. So right now, play the days coming up. Will you be coming back with us? Because we have a show on Sunday, 11 to 1. This is about an hour away from where we are in the capital yeah, region. It's too expensive an Uber. I'll, I'll come back. Right. Listen. Unless love is found. Great things are worth waiting for. So that's what we'll tell whoever this woman is. She can she can follow me home if she wants. Okay. Now, see, if that were the case, it's far more likely we would have four in the vehicle on the ride back. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I would stay at your house because I don't want to know where I live. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she keep coming back. You know, uh. Once you go to the back. Uh, all right, time for uh, – let's talk a little college football before we give our plays of the day. Um, guys, wh- what are the games that are, like, piquing your interest? Obviously, Syracuse coming off a monster beatdown at Colgate. Like, I don't think you brush your teeth in Syracuse after beating Colgate that bad. Like, it's just – that's just bad. It was awful. So, I mean, I, I, they're looking good. There's, there's a lot of fun to be had out there. All the college football plays I like this week have a connection to New York teams or teams that are very popular in New York. We'll put okay. it like that. The national stage here. Marshall should we have are. lost to UAlbany. Yeah. But the Thundering Herd yeah. comes back. They win that game. Wow. I like Marshall to cover this week against East Carolina. I know I, I mentioned that. that earlier in the week. But people are going to look at the FCS matchup and take it against Marshall. Uh, NC State versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame rolled in week one, week zero of their season. But they're coming back. Their quarterback, Sam Hartman, has not played well against NC State in the past. So I like NC State in that one. I like the over in that one. Ooh, okay. I like the over in that one. Syracuse plays Western Michigan. And you can listen to that game on our sister station, WGY. Coverage starts at 2.30, kickoff set for 3.30. It should be another orange win. They should move to 2-0. What, what is Western Michigan? I know I know Central is the Chippewas. What is, uh, the Broncos. Yeah, I was going to say, the I knew Broncos. their horses some variety. The, Bron- the Broncos. Texas-Alabama is, is the game is, of the week. Is Texas back? Yes. Woo! If you've been listening to our show, you know I love Rip it apart, the Texas Longhorns. I love yeah. dropping that stupid gif on Twitter. Is Texas back? No matter what happens. Like the crying Jordan, it has now run its course because Texas football is back. I wish I had the Stones, LeVac. I was getting criticized and critiqued by Doug this morning, filling in for Rachel on WGY, about how I didn't have the cojones to pull the trigger on a bet I was thinking about a wager before. I want to take Texas money line 
against Bama because last year the Longhorns should have won that game and would have won that game likely if Quinn Ewers didn't get hurt. Ewers. They can beat Alabama. This can happen. And the winner of this game, whether it be Alabama or Texas, should be the number one team in the country. It happens. The Longhorns beat the Crimson Tide in the game of the week. And we might look on eh, three months from now and say that was the game of the year. Texas gets it done against Bama. Well, Bama's not, even though even though they looked they they looked good last week, they're not right yet. Like they didn't it's it's not like Saban went, Oh, I got the perfect quarterback. He was like, You'll do. And like they're now trying to make the whole system come together for them. So I, I love the Longhorns plus seven. And we do have to give love to Christian over at Elevation. I did see him say he did tell us Lions, we I gave him a hard time. He says Longhorns money line. Wait. He's got that pick? Yeah, he, oh. he, it's, on, it's on X. Oh, I feel a little bit better about he, my uh, pick now. You know, He added both okay. of us. Maybe you'll listen to me today. Texas Longhorns, money line over Bama. See you Monday. Like, he just he dropped, he dropped the X. He dropped the Twitter mic on the way out. He said, see you Monday. So we got to give him a little love because he did, as I said to him, even though he got he was right with Lions, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Um, he, he got that, so we'll give him the love on his pick here. You know where you're going with the Alabama thing, I thought, and I was about to agree with you, and you even say it, but I felt our minds going in the same direction. Recruiting has changed at Alabama. You know how Nick Saban was complaining about NIL and this? and that. A lot of those players who have gotten the bag at other schools have now gone to other schools. Georgia's back-to-back national champions. Texas A&M's getting the recruits. Ole Miss is getting recruits. LSU. All these players who would have been a Crimson Tide football team member Aren't there anymore. I think Nick Saban knew that quick. Oh, by the way, Texas. Mullet boy's gone. Well, just the mullet. But Ewers is still there. Malik Ewers. Murphy is actually the second string guy. And he looks yeah. like something out of a video game. Like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. And Arch Manning's the third stringer. Well, that's what I was going to say. When you bring up Malik Manning. Malik is so exciting that Arch Manning, the most exciting recruit in the last, what, 10, 15 years? Yeah. Is third. Like, if, if Ewers falls apart, it's not even Arch Manning. Like you would think they'd be chomping at the bit to get Arch Manning on the field as much as possible. And I'm sure they are, but he's he's not in that position at this point. So yeah, I like Texas. It's a lot, but I don't something of there's a you know me, I like to I fade the public, I back the sharps. That's what I like to do. When it comes to college football, I think you're more of a sharp than I am. You pay a lot more attention to it. you you vote for the Heisman for now. And I'm more of a public guy, especially in the beginning of the year. The fact that we both like Texas makes me a little nervous. So I'm definitely going with the number. I'm not I'm not bold enough to go money line when we both so I'll go plus I'll go plus seven. How much a half a point means when you're wagered on games? Mm. Because if Texas was sitting there at six and a half, I'd feel a lot better about it. Which is opposite because it's the opposite. Like Notre Dame's now at seven and a half. I saw someplace that opened at six and a half, and somebody's gonna be like, Well, guys, like it's working in your favor. Not necessarily, like as Levax taught me. Uh. Sometimes that line is there to get action, not so much what they think it is. I'm talking the house and all that. Just think about last night. If I was able to get five more half points, I would have won. So <laughs> I don't even know if that math adds up, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, so I'm with you on Texas. I, I will, uh, I've got a couple. i got a lot of love down in, down, in, down in the Lone Star State. I like Texas. I was listening to our, our guy, Bear Felica. He sold me on Texas Tech plus six. So I got both of those. If I can find a line on TCU, I think TCU will punish the daylights out of, I think it's Nichols. I think it's, I think they're actually pay, playing 
a bunch of men who look are so old they look like they belong on nickels. I believe it's Nickelback. They're playing oh, oh, the band. Oh, that's different. I might. Ooh, I might lean. I might lean. You know, they could bring Deadpool. You never know what will happen then. Um, so I want those kind of lines. If they do come out, they're not going to come out until you know a game day or a couple hours before. I would probably lay forty right now with TCU because I think TCU is embarrassed. Uh, you saw one of their linebackers come out and, and basically like he didn't he didn't demean Colorado, but he a hundred percent kicked himself in the, in the butt and the rest of his team. So I like that. My 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 favorite play is Nebraska plus three. Oh, I'm kind of ticked we didn't lead with this one. Hang on a second because we were off on Monday. We had our NFL show on Tuesday. We probably should have led with this topic about Colorado. But I'm glad we're doing it before we sign off for the weekend. Before we're back on Sunday, so. Are you taking Nebraska because you hate Dion again? Because you liked TCU last week. Is it a hate, hate, hate pick, or do you think it's an overreaction for everybody about Colorado? The reason I want to go with the overreaction, even though I 100% do hate, hate, hate him, um, I wanted to ignore the game. I wanted to ignore it all together because I was just like, you know what? He will fall on his face. He's too busy talking about receipts. He's popping off. You know, people have seen what you are. There's film now. It's a little different. Even though you're good, you're still, you're, they're way better than I thought they were. I'm going to give them, I give them all the credit on it. He took all these challenges that you shouldn't be able to win with at the college level, at least not at that level, and made them work. 82 transfers and a bunch of HBIC, all these things. Like, like all, I was like, wow, that was a great game. It was really exciting to watch. But this is an overcorrection. This is, this is, this should have been a pick em. This should have been maybe Nebraska plus uh, minus one. So I'm getting Nebraska plus a field goal. I also think Nebraska looked at this game and went, "Oh, you, oh, you think college football is exciting? <laughs> wait till, wait till Saturday. We're gonna play this thing in mashed potatoes and gravy. You're not gonna be able to run. It's good. we're gonna slow this game. This is gonna be. They're gonna go from the most exciting game in college football a week ago. It's probably the most boring game in college football this week." Spot on, LeVac. I was going to say the team that beats Colorado this season is the opposite of Colorado. Colorado's exciting, flashy, big numbers, showboating after every play. The team that beats Colorado is a boring team that's three yards in a cloud of dust, that falls forward, big offensive line dudes, big defensive line, which is Colorado as tiny on both sides of the football. Right. So if they boring up that football game. Limit their time of possession so they make mistakes. That's how Nebraska does. The question is, does Nebraska have players good enough to do that anymore? You know, Sean Martin last week is a huge Nebraska fan. I was joking around about the wishbone oh, offense. Like anymore. <laughs> if it was the 80s and 90s, they have all those guys up front. I don't know if they have those guys anymore that can just bully Colorado. It does feel like an overreaction. I'm I'm rooting for Colorado because it's hard to keep my eyes off of that team. They are so different, so unique. Travis Hunter. I don't know if I got in some weird algorithm on social media that everyone keeps telling me he's now the number one pick because we've never seen a player like that on relax uh, before us, Dan Patrick. I don't know if you heard this quote that someone had said Deion Sanders is the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Relax. Oh my guys. It's TCU. They are fast. I can't keep my eyes off of Colorado, but the Nebraska play, it's a pass for me on that game. I just want to watch it, but I get your points are spot on of why this scout report makes sense. And this is yet another reason that I will have to belittle and abuse former producer Matt Woods. So I got good Matt Woods now over my techie fire and water restoration life. And now this guy who is a soccer fan. I thought he was a football sports fan, just a soccer fan. Getting married week, week two of, of the NCAA, week one of the NFL. 
blowing up my whole weekend. I should be cutting trees down tomorrow in my backyard early and then watching football all day and then going to Rivers on, on Sunday for 11 to 1 and watching football all day. Now I got to go get, watch the kid get married. Outlaw fall weddings, which leads me to this, LeVac. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. <laughs> no better time we've ever talked about our They'll friends. They'll help you plan it appropriately. Alyssa, last time I talked to her, she told me, hey, your old producer, Matt Woods, came in here and he actually bought some wedding bands. He's crazy. Yeah, we know he's crazy. <laughs> he's got a lot of energy. We love him. Great wedding coming up. But if you are looking to pop that question, whether it's this month or this holiday season, Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find that ring that she's looking for. Guys, you might not know what that even means. Don't worry. The staff there, family owned and operated, has been doing this for a long time. They helped me. Find my engagement ring, find the wedding band, and they'll do the same for you. Stop into the shops of Wilton Market, put it on your GPS, make sure she doesn't see it. Or you can just go in with her. Whoa, look at that. We were just traveling. It's nice weather out. Look at the shops of Wilton. Lillian David Fine Jewelers. It is a nice place. Yeah. It is. Check it out and maybe walk around with her. Maybe she's going to help you out. That'd be much more convenient than what I had to do. But Alyssa will be in there. David, G, Tammy. Hey, I heard LeVac Goss talking about this place. I want to come in with her. And if you want, guys, maybe you're already married, buy the earrings like I did, the necklace, and then the next day you come hang out with us at Rivers, watch Red Zone, watch all the football you want for the upcoming weekend because you did something nice for her. Lily and David find jewelers, the shops of Wilton. Stop in, make it a part of your fall plans. Tell them you want to outlaw fall weddings like LeVac and I. <laughs> stop and tell me you heard about my story, Goss' story, from right here on Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. All right, everybody, uh, good luck to all your teams this weekend, unless you're a Broncos fan, and then nothing for you, it, both at college and pro. Because look at us. Look at us. We have that in common. We both hate Broncos teams this week. This is good for us, guys. This is bonding. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I hope everybody just has a great one. We'll have a lot of fun. We'll be back. Uh, well, again, we're back Sunday. That's, I keep talking about being back Monday. Sunday. Get the music going. 11 to 1, a football oh, Sunday at Rivers Casino and Resort. Over, under. One and a half technical errors since there hasn't been a Sunday live show on location on this station, maybe ever. Well, a big factor will be I won't be running the board. Our pal Zach Harris will be okay. joining the show. He drops it down. That play that line as is. Zach Harris will be running Who's the ones and twos. Who's out there with us? The other Zach. Zach okay. Boynton's with us. It's a lot of Zach. A lot of Zach. It's a lot of Zach. One's got to be named Josh at some point. Oh. The Zach Pack. They're going to have a pick. Look back. They're going to have picks. Two and two. The Zach Pack. We're letting them pick now? Come on. What are we doing? You guys are treating them like humans? I'm going to. Man, I would call our friends at USX and have sprayed for Zach's. I want to uh, drop that right down. Um, all right. Listen. Uh, actually, we. we Sunday Zach Day. Yeah. It's a, it's a Zach Attack with LeVac and guys. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see everybody at Rivers. Make sure you come by, say hello. We'd love to talk football with you as per usual. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll sneak our way over to the bar. I'm sure we can we can find something fun to do over there at, uh, at Rivers and make some wagers. And let's, I, I'm just dragging because I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to. We got to go. Kavino and Rich are coming up. I don't want to go to a wedding anymore. I don't want to go to a wedding anymore. See you tomorrow and Sunday and Monday. Yeah, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. <laughs>